Hi, I am Julien Lenora, your host and creator of this event. And I'm truly honored to be speaking today with Sani Pakanen. Welcome, Sani. It's a great joy to have you here. Thank you so much. This is such an honor for me to be here and spread the, the beautiful um, frequencies that we are here to cultivate together through this conversation. So thank you for everybody who's listening as well. Thank you so much for being part of this event. So let me introduce you to our audience in case they're not familiar yet with your, the work you do. Sunny operates in prophetic gifts of seeing and root level healing offering and next level mentorship for those ready to go all in. She guides you to release repeating distorting patterns from your DNA, mind and soul to calibrate your physical reality relationships, work, and health into the most coherent expression, a supernatural lifestyle. She is known as an agent of restoration, inspirational speaker and change maker who leads by example, supports you to walk in greater intimacy with the eternal God within and blows purpose in your sails. Sunny's heart burns for the true liberation of humankind revealing heaven on earth in the here and now. Sunny is deeply studied in biospiritual metaphysics and healing with over 15 years of experience working with conscious embodiment practices and energetics. She has experienced a series of awakenings, each deepening her into eternal truth and pulling her out of the deceptive template of the false light that keeps people in endless need of more healing. Sunny is a daughter of Christ, not by man-made religious dogma, but by a direct and intimate relationship with the living truth. Yeshua has brought her to a deep discipleship that nothing can compete with, continuing to equip her with the true spirit of truth. Biospiritual renewal and frequency repatterning are an essential part of her mission on this planet that weaves the internal sciences and spirit together to uncover the most important thing, actualizing the fullness of eternal potential and purpose in you for the sake of the whole. So Sani, your topic for today is our inner frequency architecture, supernatural supply and the embodied circuitry of grace. That sounds fascinating. So could you tell us a little bit uh, what biospiritual renewal and frequency repatterning are? Yes. So these are the, the names to describe what uh, I've been guided to do from within and what the spirit of truth is moving forward or how the spirit of truth is moving forward from me uh, uh, for the sake of the whole, right? And, and so I used to also call this somatic frequency work. So if somebody's going and listening to any like YouTube videos or other podcasts and stuff like that, you will hear me referring to somatic frequency work. Um, but just recently, I, I trans transitioned to saying biospiritual renewal and frequency repatterning. So it's essentially... Uh, you know, I was I was born with this gift of seeing the, this prophetic gift. So when I look at a human body, I see so much more than just body, right? I see all these like layers of soul and the spirit body architecture, and I see these filters of mind, mind, and I see uh, all these patterns that have 
uh, formed over the time. So whether it's from ancestral lineage or something that you have done in some other lifetime, the soul level journey, or something that you've experienced in this lifetime. Uh, for example, if there is uh, a pattern of anxiety or worry or self-doubt or lack or scarcity in the system, it's going to continue to be your, your reality, right? Because you continue to experience the life through those those distorting patterns, I call them distorting patterns. Uh, and then as long as that pattern is running in your system, as long as there's the filter that you see through that is kind of dirty window, so to say, we're going to see ourselves and the world through it. And that way we also, the world is seeing us that way too. So we also get the response and reaction from the world based on those distorting frequencies, right? So what I'm really helping to do is to realize that as we are coming deeper into our true identity in eternal God, so I'm not just speaking any religious dogma, uh, but this great spirit, the great I am that lives inside of us, our true parent, our true father and mother inside of us. And as we come into that eternal presence more, we're starting to rewire those patterns, not to be distorted, but be in the original design, right? So pure frequencies, pure pathways. And now here we are, and we get to actually experience this full body empowerment uh, because we are no longer reacting through the distortions, but we are actually taking action and moving with those pure frequency patterns. Yeah. Thank you very much. Beautiful. So when did you come first in contact uh, with the unseen realms? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm I'm one of those who it started already when I was just a little child. So as early as I can remember, I, I was just a little kid and I, I was aware and I, I was seeing uh, realms that others didn't see, right? I was seeing spiritual movements. I was seeing spirits. I was perceiving a lot of information that, you know, even looking at, at people's bodies, I could tell that they had this and this disease. Of course, as a little child, I didn't have uh, words for those diseases, you know, six years old or something that, but I saw where it was in their bodies. And of course it terrified me for a little bit because I didn't have anybody to walk me through that. Um, so for many, many years, I kind of kept it inside of me and I, I brought it really deep in this like inner space and didn't really bring it up too much. Uh, but then it started to bubble up like, um, early uh, or late teens and early 20s again and just completely reawakened again so it's been a wild journey um i've gone through so many different uh techniques and meditation and i went really deep into yoga and all these yogic practices and non-dualistic practices advaita vedanta and all these things and and uh i had throughout like really from my early 20s i had all these uh encounters and experiences with with Yeshua uh, with Christ but I didn't find it in the church so I didn't really speak about it right because what I experienced I was taken in these heavenly places and uh, I experienced this supernatural you know nature of humans and the true potential of humans that is available to us when we truly allow the actualization of perfect love of God to become you know become our reality our reality right and so I experienced these things and there was a lot of space-time dimensional information that came through, like higher light technologies came through and things like that, but I didn't find it in church. So I just kept this, this deep in my heart and it's been just really 
closer to my 30s when when I had the full revelation of these Christy teachings and 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 really starting to understand of what that that opens up a whole new door to the true human potential which is like really moving into this using the full potential of the brain as well as the full capacity of the DNA we don't have to be the slaves for disease anymore we don't have to be the victims of anything that comes of this you know this distorted world um, so really, you know, cancer, disease, ancestral stuff, we don't have to carry any of that package anymore. And, and so there is the direct pathway that is available to us. And it's really uh, accumulated or represented in that way of love and, and becoming that embodied version of it, so to say. Um, yeah, so that's the, the sum up. <laughs> Thank you very much. <clears throat> so... Um... Could you also explain from your view what happens when uh, people reignite the spark of God within that everybody carries basically uh, in them? Yes, yes, this is so deep and powerful. And thank you for this wonderful question. So the spark of God is really our remembrance of the life-giving, life, life-giving spirit that lives inside of us, right? And what is it remembrance of is that unity that was at the very beginning, right? So really, uh, obviously, God is eternal. So there's no linear, like there's no history or future necessarily. It's only history and future for the human mind uh, who operate in the linear mind. Uh, but really understanding that in the very core of creation, we were, I'm just going to say where as a linear sense, we were one with God, right? And we were resonating in this perfect love that is not just some version of love. It's not a version of truth. This is the most high truth and the most high love. And because we are one with that, we also have the wholeness and fullness of, of all creation available to us, right? And now there is this original separation that happened where uh, it's called the fallen nature of the spiritual things, which has been... Uh, described in many different religious uh, or spiritual, right, cross-cultural teachings. Uh, so the idea of the, the spiritual things, including human, falling out of God's presence or falling out of love, right? And now what happens, because we are no longer love, there's a need for love that is being formed. And here is this part of the human mind and uh, uh, human thinking that starts to look for that love from all over the world, right? From all these different techniques, etc. cetera. Uh, we have a need to find truth because we are no longer the truth. We have a need to find, uh, generate income or prosperity and wealth because we are no longer the eternal prosperity itself, right? So this separation creates the need and that need is driving many people on the edge of like seeking and seeking and seeking and seeking that there seems to be like we are always thirsty and there's always something more. There's always more healing or more shadow work that needs to be done. It's like a, it's like a wheel, right? And so the spark of God, when it really activates in our system, it starts to bring us back to that unity where we quite literally pull away from all of those, say, deceptive ideas of what the life is and world is and who we are as humans. And we begin to return to that original architecture that is to be that embodiment of love, right? Thank you very much. So this brings me to the next question. What is our inner frequency architecture? 
Yes, yes, that's a great question. So many people in the healing communities, they speak about spirit and soul interchangeably, interchangeably, uh, which is like they're kind of the same thing. But I actually define them as uh, two different things, significantly different. So uh, I want to break down the spirit soul body architecture so, and, and shine a little bit more light from the frequency point of view. Um, so the spirit is the one that we've already touched here. Spirit is the eternal self that is in timeless space. You were already that spirit before you were born to this lifetime, before you were conceived. You're going to continue to be that spirit when whatever happens to this body, right? Um, and so spirit is eternal and spirit is in constant encounter with God, right? Spirit is in constant encounter with God as if like God is like this, this living or oh, the, the tree of life. And then the spirit is the branch that is growing out. It's this space right here where the branch is constantly uh, in touch with God, right? And then uh, the light of the spirit is filtering through what we know as soul, Okay. And so soul, what I can see, soul includes our mental field. So mind, as well as emotional field, so our feelings, as well as our free will, right? Every human has a free will. We have, we can choose to be in truth or choose to speak a lie, right? We have this free will every single day, every single moment to discern what we want to do, like with this temple and with this beingness, what, what we're here to represent, right? And soul is including mind, emotions, and free will, right? There's many different layers in the soul. And you can think of the soul as like the filters and layers that we are seeing through. So now if there's like a blue filter, the world is going to look like blue right? But now if we add a red filter, if we add a purple filter, if we add a yellow filter, then what we see through all of that, it's going to be a totally different color, like something that is not necessarily like even recognizable, maybe like maybe brown or something like that. And not that there's anything wrong with brown, but what I'm uh, trying to get across here is that the more filters there are, the more the light of the spirit that is shining through it is going to get distorted, Right. Uh, and so what we also doing in this biospiritual renewal, we help to like clean those distorted filters out wherever they came from, from trauma, from ancestral lineage or whatever it is, right? From conscious or conscious or unconscious choices. And as those get cleaned, suddenly our reality is changing because your frequency is shifting. You start to broadcast from a more clear space, meaning that your spirit is actually manifesting more clearly. And I mean, I see diseases dropping off people's bodies, like cancers and stuff like that, just like this, when we do this kind of stuff. I see, I see miracles all the time. For me, it's ordinary because I, I live in the realm of God. And so I just like, I celebrate God every time this happens. Um, but it's it's real like humans have only utilized like this much of our true potential and what god within us wants us to be is to be 100 percent, is to be able to tell headache that go away i don't partner up with you anymore i want to live in the kingdom of god in kingdom of peace and freedom in the realm of god and that the headache actually has to leave right because you shift the frequency you take out that distorting filter of victimhood that you're somehow a victim of the headache and here, the, the world has to obey you because of that authority that comes from you walking in the living truth, right? 
These are all things that Christ has taught me. It's powerful and it works. It's incredible, right? And so uh, the last piece of that architecture is uh, the physical body, right? So again, the spirit, then all the filters of mental, emotional layers, and then the body is what we see and perceive, right? So if there is all this, if there are all these problems in the physical body, there's probably something in the soul level that is causing that to be the case, right? So when we clear that and we allow God's presence and love and the healing power enter in those spaces, we get renewed, right? Your body already knows how to renew itself. All the cells know how to renew themselves. So it's just the mind and the soul that is stuck in the identity of who you used to be or who you would like to be in the future. It's all about past and future, right? And so here is the spirit that wants to govern the whole architecture from the eternal presence so that you can be renewed. Like you are no longer the same person that you were even 30 seconds ago, right? And that way you're quite literally being lifted off of the curse of linear time and you become to begin to live as timeless being on earth, right? You don't have to shoot out of your body to some spirit or realms to do that. You can actually embody that here. And so this is wonderful news, right? This is amazing. Yes. Thank you very much. So when we find back uh, to source, basically, and find that divine light again, and we shine that light without filters, that's basically when our reality starts shifting because we vibrate at a different level. So basically, we also attract uh, a different reality. Uh, yes. What is your take on that? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's like, it's quite literally when you, you shift a, a radio channel from like really noisy channel to just this really harmonic, beautiful symphony, for example, that really just sings to you. It's the same, right? We all have ability to do it right here and right here in the heart, right? And so it's like, you can think of that the, the your spirit is dwelling in your multi-dimensional heart. And when this heart is starting to cover over the mind, that's when the mind and the thoughts and the patterns that the mind generate, including frequencies that the mind generate, they have to come under the authority of the spirit and they have to start resonating in the higher order, right? Because higher frequency is always going to be higher in hierarchy than the lower frequency, right? That makes sense. Just like there's a valley and there's mountains, you know, whatever is happening on the bottom of the valley is gonna be lower than what is at the top of those mountains. So it's not a coincidence that all these saints and gurus, they walked up the mountains to talk to God and be in contact with God within themselves. Of course, they were doing this inside of them like they were walking to a higher dimension inside of themselves when they did that, right? So that's representing that when we ascend within us, we are actually able to descend as humans, as that supernatural powerhouse here on this planet even more, in this density even more. And what it does, we are no longer... Uh, we can we cannot be drawn around by what happens, like by our circumstances, for example. Um, you know... We see this all the time that we're we're not we're not even victims to EMFs anymore when we start walking in a higher frequency and and I love that like the teaching of 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 Christ is when Christ was on Earth in Jesus' embodiment when we know this historical you know story and event um, 
he was able to go and heal people who had this leprosy and all these really serious diseases that nobody else wanted to do anything to do with those people, right? They just wanted to run away from them and isolate them and put them into some prisons and something like that, or like hospitals and stuff like that. But um, but here is, is Christ and coming, let me lay my hands on you because Christ knew that he's walking on a higher crown and a higher frequency. So Christ is, it's not possible for him to be a victim of that disease. He can't get it right. He, he's just, it's not possible. It's not even possible in physics. Right. And that's, that's pure subquantum physics. Right. And, and here is this entire teaching of Yeshua that is saying that we have the same power and we are going to do even greater works than what we see in those stories, those holy scriptures, right? So this is quite uh, this is quite profound, I think. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much. Yeah, and higher frequency will always overpower lower frequencies. So from that perspective, uh, perspective, you, you can stay healthy and you also stay safe. Yes. So, you also mentioned that you had a series of awakenings. Uh, what insights did you gain from these awakenings? Would you like to share? Wow, yes. Um, I'd be happy to. Let me just tune in a little bit here because there's so many. It's like I, I live a supernatural lifestyle and I say it in complete uh, just gratitude to, to God to awaken this, these realms in, in me. Um, I don't take any of it granted and I don't, it's not about what I have done and what I haven't done. It's not, not about me, but it's about this grace that is available when we open up this, this realm. And, um, there's like, I, I have something like that happening almost every day. You know, uh, I am taken into higher dimensional spaces. You know, there's many, many dimensions. It's, it doesn't end up in the 5d. It goes way, way further. 5d is just like a baby step, Right. And, and we are, uh, there's all these realms existing that are already happen, right? So for example, we think that we need to do X, Y, and Z in order to get somewhere in this, this realm, we need to do this in order to get money, but, but, but there is this realm in eternal that is already prosperous and where your spirit is already walking on gold and having all these this, uh, treasures from the realms of light. So you already possess everything that you need to fulfill your eternal mission. And now what is really happening here that all these awakening encounters have helped me to renew my mind so that I can start to understand what it means to actually be a spirit. So I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in the body, right? So that's a really, like, I, I'm possessing my own mind. I have my mind. I'm not my mind. I have my mind. So what does it mean to be a spirit that is operating in this, what I call the heavenly realms, right? And 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 ascending, descending to, to and from, and being able to pour those the supernatural supply from those higher dimensions into here and be the manifestation of it. So all these different awakening experiences have all led me into this and it just keeps going. It's so incredible. It's infinite and limitless what we can do in those those dimensions like bilocating and all of that is already existing. It's not that we need to somehow invent it or anything like that. We simply uh, allow that uh, the higher dimension become embodied. So we are the bridge between the heaven and earth, right? And that's the new earth that is coming to be perfect for us right now. It's happening right now. <laughs> Thank you very much. This brings me to my next question. Uh, 
what wisdom would you like to share about the new earth that is coming? Mm. The wisdom is to understand who we truly are as a spirit. So it's almost like an extension of what I just shared, because once everybody knows this and we understand that what has already been given to us as spirits and as children of truth. So if somebody is actually wanting to know the most high truth, you will absolutely find the most high truth, right? And, and what it means to be the child of the most high truth means that you're also the heir of the most high truth, meaning that you, you are starting to receive everything that you ever needed. But now it's actually, I'm already going, uh, I want to explain and break this down that we are in this mass shift from the karmic systems to the system of grace, right? And the karmic system, what I'm referring to, if we look at, uh, there's many of these like uh, spiritual practices who are based on the karmic system, uh, meaning that you have karma and then you need to say heal that karma or, or bring it back into wholeness, so to say. And it's all based on our own deeds and works, right? So if you do good things, you get good karma, etc. If there's bad karma in the system, you somehow need to resolve this and come into peace with that or or somehow uh, replace it with the good karma or the good deeds, what you what then produces good karma, etc. So that system is, it's a stepping stone, right? It, and it's been really relevant for humans to take responsibility of our actions. It truly is wonderful to like, well, if you do this, this is the result, right? And take responsibility of it. And so that's the system of karma. But the issue with that is that it's very much happening only at the soul level. It's not so much happening in the spirit. It's happening at that soul level that I just broke down. So mental, emotional levels, right? And uh, and and it's based on our works of what we do or what we don't do, right? And now there is the system of praise, which this has been taught to me by Yeshua, which is something that understanding this entire uh, resurrection what has happened in resurrection this is an eternal act that has happened inside of us right where the separate self that is uh, the, the fallen nature of human mind is crucified right and and so that is the aspect of the self that is going to always it's going to be in the dead end you know it's like whatever you do there's always something more that needs to be done it's never going to be whole on its own until it's united with god spirit of god inside of us right and so there's this uh, crucifixion that happens of the, we can say like crucifying the ego and giving that self-centered nature away so that we can become the selfless nature, which is the highest form of love, giving oneself, oneself for the sake of others. It's the highest frequency of love in the entire existence. And when something is the highest frequency, it's going to be the most high, right? So everything else needs to kind of yield into it eventually. Uh, so I'm somebody, I know that there's others who are listening here that I just want to go to the most high. I don't want any versions of truth. I don't want any middlemen and middlewomen and all these like spiritual guides who are just going to take me to a detour. I want to go to the most high and I want to receive directly from there. And I want to be the embodiment of that, right? For the sake of the whole. And so uh, this is the entire message of the way of love is that we are moving into the system of grace. And what grace is, grace comes from unconditional realm of God, right? It's not, it's not based on how much you have done and what you haven't done. 
it's it's not based on how long you have been on the spiritual journey and how much you know in the spiritual things and it's not based on any of that it's not based on how much money you have how much li how little money you have it's not based on how healthy you are or how sick you are it just simply is it is unconditional love and this grace when it happens, when we truly can receive this gift that has already happened, this power of resurrection where eternal life is pouring into death, where eternal circuitry is pouring into any end energies in our lives, when eternal prosperity is pouring into any scarcity and lack, and, and where, where clarity and wisdom is pouring into confusion and overwhelm and anxiety, where confidence, I call this confidence, confidence is, is pouring into any insecurities, where divine health is pouring into any disease or pain that you have in your body. So, and that's where it's resurrecting it and bringing you as that inner design into that higher dimensional space and you start vibrating in a higher frequency you become all those things you become the eternal prosperity you become the divine health you become the divine encounter for other people and now what happens you can stop wasting time and money to try to heal yourself and all this self-development right that is just gonna give you into the hamster wheel and here is this grace that wants to give it all to you so that you can help others you are already made whole. So now you can spend your time and money and energy helping those who are who are lost, right? And who are still seeking. So that's the entire, like the true gospel of, of Yeshua that I'm being taught. And, and I think it's a wonderful thing because it really works. I see it working. I see people moving away from all this karmic stuff that they like healed and healed and healed for years. And it's not going anywhere. Yes, there's always something more to be healed. And so when they shift into the system of grace and they receive this gift, their reality instantaneously changes, right? And, and then it starts to de decrease and decrease. It will start to become our, our reality until it is your, your new standard of living, right? And it's so empowering because there's so many people listening to this that I know that's going to hit home for you because you came here to serve the new earth you came here to to help others you have this massive heart that you just want to pour it into others but now the the in the karmic system what many has run into is that we pour from our personal resources so it, eventually we just find ourselves in lack and we find our cup empty and we find like oh my energy is being drained and this feels like just this heaviness of the world and the craziness all this abuse in this world is just kind of resting on your shoulders so so that's happening in the karmic system, because in that system, you are resourcing from your self-centered, you know, resources, which is going to be, it's going to be successful for a little while, but it's not regenerative because it's not based on eternal resource. So again, that's the supernatural supply that I want to emphasize that we do have this supernatural resource available to us and it, well, how it's going to happen it's going to fill us so much so that it's going to start overflowing and then you give from that overflow so you will never run empty and I know this firsthand you know I was somebody I had a, a burnout first time when I was 19 18 years old something like that super young I couldn't sleep. I got insomnia. I was so stressed out. I was perfectionist. I, I, I tried to do all those things. And it was so exhausting because I continued to pour for my personal resource. And it wasn't until I understood the system of grace 
and God's realm in me and all the, you know, the Yeshua's teaching of love that I realized that, wow, this is like, I'm not supposed to even spend time doing this because it's already done. I'm supposed to receive this gift and then pour this gift on all those who, who can benefit from this as well. So. Thank you very much. Yeah. So this unconditional love, everybody receives it already, but because of the filters, they're not able to, to sense it or feel it. So how can we renew these filters of the mind uh, so that we can feel this unconditional love and access all these uh, frequencies that help us? Yes, yes, that's a wonderful question. So um, I'm going to also mention this in the end, but I'm going to do like a, a free offering on the filters of the mind. So just so you know that I'm I'm going to be walking people through that and, and bringing it's there's there's not only like one. So there's not just one technique that works, right? Uh, what we need to do is to entrain ourselves to be in eternal presence of God and then be able to read in the moment of what works for each individual. But in general, what, what it is about is uh, every say so we we are aware we may even know that okay i know about unconditional love but i'm not fully experiencing it i'm not fully feeling it in my system i'm not seeing it in my physical reality yet or the same could be for prosperity like you may be somebody who knows how prosperous the eternal realms are but you are not seeing it in your life you live in lack right so what what is happening there is that there is some kind of um uh, that you know what I mentioned about the separation from God. So some part of your identity is stuck in certain space and time where it thinks that it's separate from God, and and so that creates that separation from like you cannot fully receive all these gifts of the Spirit uh, because you are not actually fully available for it to land in your system, and and so even if you use your free will, I only want the most high truth and you use that free will to choose this, this would eventually break through all those glass ceilings because it will just take you eventually to, to where you know you need to go in that experience. But uh, for most people, even when we, we may be in that kind of prayer or meditation, but then there seems to be all these things that are kind of in between you and, and that. Uh, so it creates separation, it creates otherness, right? Separation. So um, there are many different uh, reasons for that. Uh, most common are some sort of, I call this time distortion. So where some part of your identity is not living in internal presence. So you're stuck in some other timeline. For example, trauma that happened to you when you were six years old, that would be an example. And, and it, it's still resonating. The frequency of that event is still resonating somewhere in your system. So part of you is not actually renewed in internal presence and God's presence because you're still identifying through that experience, right? And so many of these things are something that are happening in the subconscious or they are kind of like blind spots to us, right? Um, other reason could be a soul fragmentation that could be caused by some kind of trauma, but soul fragmentation, uh, it can uh, happen during certain events, even like if, well, I'll just give a direct experience. So I work with one client and she had done like plant medicine ceremonies and psychedelics and, and she had gone so far away from her body that actually tore apart, like she, it created a fragmentation in her soul and she was not able to feel being at home in the body and she wasn't able to manifest any of that what she experienced in those high states uh because it, there was just this tear right 
Uh, and so this has happened or this can happen without any psychedelics too. It can happen if we are constantly like reaching to the light and light and light, but we don't actually integrate this here. It just creates more separation between the body and spirit. When the message is really that we want to be in the body and we want to ascend with all of our body and we want the, the spirit to be embodied, right? Um, and so uh, soul fragmentations for one or the other reason, uh, which is like the soul revival piece can be really helpful with this, where we allow God's presence, which is omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient, to heal those spaces, this perfect love frequency, heal those spaces. And therefore you almost like you receive that part of the soul that was uh, fragmented into like it, it gets restored and now you have it back into your, in, in your inner architecture, but now it's a higher version of what you were before, right? Um, this could be also for those who tend to live in the future a lot. So there's anxiety about future and, and fear about unknown or something like that, that we are like doubting our decisions. Um, there, there can be all these filters in place, uh, where this fallen nature is interfering and hijacking your thinking. Right. And so it's like pulling you out of that trust and trying to like whisper, like, well, are you sure? Are you actually sure about this? So there's all kinds of like beings in the spiritual realms that are from the fallen nature. And, and it's actually like in this work that we do together in many of the sessions, almost in every session, when we do deep clearing, there is that kind of spiritual hijack in place. So what we do, we pull that out with the authority that we have, because we walk in the most high frequency of love. And we seal any of those pathways and doorways where that was allowed to come in. So wherever you partnered up with that, you could have divorced from that. So that here you are, you're breaking the old pattern. And then the next step is how can I create a new pattern from the heavenly frequencies, from God's realm, right? And so we want to create a counter pattern. So that would be, say, if we break an unhealthy pattern, you want to create a counter pattern that is healthy, Right. So these are all examples of renewing the filters. It's all happening in the spirit first, and then it manifests in the physical reality. So we'll never, ever approach these things other way around, like physical symptoms, and then go in the spirit. We go first to see where the source of this is in the spirit. And then we address that, we clear that out, and then we rebuild the counter pattern. And here you are renewed and empowered. So... Fascinating. Thank you very much. Yeah. Can you also speak a little more about the supernatural supply? Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, I just want to give a money example. For some reason, this keeps coming up. So I lived with very little for so many years because I, I lived out of backpack for many, many, many years. I traveled all over the world. I just, and I didn't care about money. Uh, I was just like barely making it through, you know, because I was like, money is evil and this kind of thinking and and then slowly when I realized like oh it's not about the money but it's about the you know the spirit behind the money and and that's what I've been fighting against so when I made a peace with that I started to realize that in God's realm you know resources financial resources can be used for the benefit and I can be helping others so much more when I am overflowing right and so I, I started to help people in this. And what happened is that God provided for me a couple different uh, installations, uh, like transmissions came in that changed immediately the way that I was perceiving 
finances and how how the finances had to start uh, like obeying me as well uh, as as a child of God, right? And this is available for everybody. And so what happened is that I received the frequency of prosperity first. And immediately it started to manifest in every dimension of my life, right off the bat. And it was just about two or three minute meditation and I received that fully and I knew that this changed my life. So I got off the seat and I told my husband that I got it. I received it. I'm not going to be in lack ever again. It was the most liberating feeling. And this is God's promise and gift for everybody, right? It's so incredible. And then there was another layer of that came in where God showed me that all true prosperity comes from the heart of God, not from the mind, not from the intellect of God, not from the hands of God, not from the feet of God, like all these different aspects of divinity that we can be in touch with through our own body, but that God all prosperity comes from the heart of God. So when you give your heart to God and you start seeking the realm of God first in every situation, this heart of God is going to provide for you. This is a great provider that is coming forward and starting to provide for you in this physical reality. Because again, it's a higher frequency and everything in this physical reality has to yield into it, right? And so I, I started to receive even deeper, like these full on miracles, you know, miracle money left and right. It's so incredible. Like I had this like um, situation where I had to pull money out of my savings account to give it to somebody, a family mentor, member who was in need of money. So I had to pull it out and I pulled it out a few times for whatever, like giving all of this were giving to somebody else. Um, and so when I went back to see my savings account, the money had, it had come back up. Like I never had pulled the money out. So I received the money, but the amount didn't leave my account. So this kind of miracles, and I've, I've been uh, guiding other people into this revelation and those who catch this revelation that this comes from heart of God, they've also suddenly started to receive exactly like the amounts that they needed. And, you know, so we have to understand that we are not victims of anything in this world when we start really, following the lead of the spirit of God inside of us, right? Um, so that's the supernatural supply. And I really want to emphasize because I am a messenger of that. And I want everybody to live in this prosperity. Uh, people cannot uh, access this level of supernatural supply with distorted heart, okay? So your heart need to be right. Your heart need to be given to God, to truth. And when that happens, it's unlimited for you, I tell you. So if you're not already seeking the most high truth, if you're not seeking for have, have an intimate relationship with God inside of you, you know, because there's so many people and this was me before too. I was speaking to the source and I was speaking the universe, which is God is all of that as well, right? But what happened that I realized like this is vague. It's like, I'm not really able to have like intimate conversation with the source because source is kind of vague expression of God, like this om omniscient, like omnipotent, impersonal being, right? God is that as well. But when, when Christ took my, or I gave my heart to Christ and Christ gave, gave his heart to me, what happened is that 
I realized like I need to cultivate an intimate relationship with God inside of me, intimacy with God. And from that intimacy, all other things will unfold. My relationships, I have, I have an incredible marriage with my husband, who's also a speaker here. He's like the other half of this message. Uh, we have incredible marriage and it's all because we both seek first the kingdom of, of God inside of us, the realm of God inside of us. And so that's the frequency that is then we are broadcasting from that frequency all the time, no matter what it is that we face, right? Thank you very much. Beautiful. So a lot of people who are into uh, meditation and chakra work, so really to be able to connect into that circuitry of God, of grace, um, it's really important to open one's heart and to work on the heart chakra. What is your take on that? Yes, I went so deep on this for many, many, many years. I, I was so fascinated and went super deep into the, the spiritual anatomy of the, the energy body, including all the chakras and the different chakra systems, etc. And um, there was times when I started to perceive that, you know, there are some individuals have a specific chakra architecture when others have different, so they have fewer chakras, you know, especially like to say the new children who come in, they don't have the, the regular chakra system of like, well, you know, I think the, the most known is the seven chakra system. I was operating in like 21 different and stuff like that. But, um, but I started to see that, wait a minute, there's a change in this, these young kids and, and children's energy body. And so I started looking deeper. So there has to be something more than just this chakra system here. So I started looking into the, the transfiguration of the human spirit, transfiguration of human DNA from just the little part that we are using now into the full capacity, just like it is with the brain as well. And so heart is such an essential, as you said, the anahata of the heart chakra. And what I want to emphasize and what has been shown to me is that heart is not only here in the chest right heart is not only the energy center in the chest but heart is a multi-dimensional heart which i mentioned before and so what's what started to be shown to me is that my entire energy body is actually part of the multi-dimensional heart all the way to the bottoms of my feet and above my head and so when i started to treat my entire body as the heart I started to simply address different parts of this multidimensional heart. And now what started to happen is that all these doorways to these higher dimensional realms where all of this information started to come in, uh, like my heart was able to receive it, right? So my heart was able to receive the system of grace as well. And then now I'm receiving from the system of grace. So it, it goes both ways. Um, so heart is, you can think of the heart that the heart is representing your spirit identity, right? Your spirit identity, that timeless eternal aspect of yourself that is in constant encounter with God. And so um, the spirit identity becomes renewed, like quite literally, like we get almost like you can think of like we get a new spirit, like this is the born again, right? We, we are being born again from spirit when we awaken, right? And what happens is that that, Everything that has been sleeping in our system, anywhere where there may have been death in our system. When I say death, I'm also referring to anything that is not moving, like stagnancy, constipation, like whatever it is, all these different things that are manifesting in a physical body. 
And now when we understand that we are a spirit, not a soul, we are a spirit, we have the soul. Now this multidimensional heart is waking up and it quite literally renews your being and, and it comes in touch with God's presence, right? And so what starts to happen is that your physical reality, including all the organs in your body, they are, start, they are being brought into that higher frequency and vitality and function as well. Um, it's like including everything in your physical life, your work, your relationship, everything, your health, right? And so the heart is extremely important. Getting in touch with heart and what does it mean to lead your life from the spirit and not from your mind, right? And, and as you continue to, to, to chase that, I say chase, but as you continue to desire that with all of your heart, your heart will actually open up itself and be renewed into its pure potential, and it will, it's just, it just changes your life completely. It's incredible. <laughs> Thank you very much. So for people who are caught up a little bit in their monkey mind, could you explain what it feels like when you find to your heart and how this basically enables to calm the monkey mind? Yes. Yeah. I love that uh, expression of the monkey mind. <laughs> um yeah, I know that really well myself too. I tell you, I used to be, I had such a busy mind. It was so difficult for me. When I started doing yoga when I was about 18 years old, it was the most difficult thing that I had ever done so far because I couldn't, I was so restless. Like just sitting on a yoga mat was like so difficult for me. So I know this really well. <laughs> and and it's simply, it's about practice, right? Uh, it's simply about uh, yielding into the eternal presence inside of us and eternal presence or say your spirit it's like a muscle the more you engage with your spirit the more you engage with god inside of you the more you engage with eternal presence inside of you the more it's it strengthens and then it becomes so strong that it becomes your natural state eventually so you just gotta start to take step by step start meditating like 10 minutes a day then pump it up to 15 minutes a day then 20 minutes a day you know, I went all the way up to two hours a day. And then I felt like, okay, now I can chill a little bit. I have my mind under control. And I'm not saying this was, again, I was in the karmic system at the time. Remember, it's all about my own work. So I had to work for it. But now because the system of grace is, is becoming more and more available, we can actually enter into that state of meditation overnight. I see people doing this. It doesn't happen overnight for most people, but there it's already starting to happen that way, right? And so it's so incredible. And and some of us just need to like keep honing it in and keep keep spending time in the realm of God inside of us. Just simply you desiring it is enough. Ask and you shall receive. Knock the door and it shall be open. Like those are all in the Holy Scriptures. These are key codes. They are keys for you that when you use it, you actually can start experiencing these deep levels, deep levels of rest and, and eternal presence. And in the eternal presence, all like that, you, you'll be able to perceive future before it happens, right? You're able to perceive things from the past. You're able to travel in the past events without being distorted or, you know, it's incredible. Eternal presence is like a doorway to this multidimensional cosmos that is inside of us. And so it really is this, this peace that is passing all understanding. This is how I love Christ is, is describing it this way. And this was my direct experience as well. Peace that is passing all understanding where we can just rest. And even when we are active and when we are working, we are still resting, right? 
So when I'm like, say, doing sessions back to back to back, I'm not getting tired because I'm resting in that realm all the time. Yeah, so it's it's so it's so incredible. And so in this, uh, I offer all these like frequency programs and weekly meditations. I have this short weekly meditations. I have like 80 plus frequency meditations there. So all of these help people to come into that space so that it becomes your direct experience, right? So you can directly experience it in your life. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So before we close, would you like to share a, a word of wisdom about the divine feminine and its importance in the coming age of Aquarius? Yes. Um, so, wow, I've had a long journey with this divine feminine and it's so beautiful and powerful and, and God within us, this intelligence, this supreme intelligence inside of us is really raising women right now raising women that are powerhouses uh, because the woman's um, voice has been suppressed for so long and it's really really time uh, for the voice of the woman to be heard so this is this is we all know this right this has been happening and and I want to take it to a little higher level uh, than just the gender of a man and a woman but really when we even speak about the masculine and feminine we obviously have all of this both of these these aspects inside of us and so what Christ, eternal Christ has shown to me, and this is even in the Holy Scriptures, that there is no gender in Christ. There is no gender in Christ. There is no race in Christ. There's no skin color in Christ. You know, Christ belongs to everybody. This is like uh, representing this original design or the, like this prototype of a new human, <laughs> what is possible for a supernatural human. It's, it's you know... Christ is representing this inside of us, even when, you know, you hear me saying he, but it's just a limitation of the English language, right? Where I come from in Finnish is my native tongue. We don't have he and she separately. We just have one word when we speak about uh, a third person, right? We don't have the he and she at all. It's so interesting. So my brain, I had to learn the whole he and she thing in English, you know, <laughs> Um so in, in Christ, there is both the feminine and the masculine energies. And, you know, in God, we have both the heavenly father and heavenly mother as well. And so this, this feminine energy is uh, how I perceive it is like the spirit of wisdom. And without wisdom, even if we had resources available, we wouldn't know how to how to put them in practice. So here is this divine feminine as, as this, this frequency of wisdom that allows when that is installed in our system, when we accept that, when we engage with wisdom in, in, in our being, we begin to resonate in this know-how. And, and now we become this this giving birth to the new earth, giving birth to manifestation becomes easy because it's no longer our separate self that is laboring it. But now it is this God's power, this divine power in us that is giving birth through us. And we are that instrument and we are being fulfilled as that happens. So it's serving the eternal purpose. It's for the sake of all. It's not just for me. It's for the sake of all, but I get also filled as that happens. So I see that the, the divine feminine is is a link to that it's the missing link that has been missing for so long and that's why so much of the spiritual practices has been like oh there's all these high dimensional things but it's not actually manifesting here yet right because that has been missing and now as this wisdom frequency and the divine feminine in the fullness becomes embodied inside every man and every woman 
all the children of God who are truly desires that because we have to choose that with our free will. Now we choose that and start to engage with that. Uh, it completes the circuitry, the eternal circuitry of giving and receiving. And now we're you're never going to be in lack ever again. And you get to actually see how what is placed inside of your heart is being birthed in the creation, right? And it's it's so deep and so beautiful and it's very powerful. Uh, so we need to continue to renew our minds and open our minds for the new definitions of masculine and feminine because it's going to rock our world, <laughs> what it's all about. Thank you very much for your closing word. That was really beautiful. So I would also like to mention your free gifts. And the free gifts are available if you go to www.eternal-present.com slash free gift. And the first gift is a live session, which will happen on Saturday, November 11th. And the session is called Frequency Repatterning, Filters of the Mind. So I highly recommend you sign up for this free gift and for this session, which will help you remove those filters on your mind. And the second gift is uh, our three pre-recorded webinars, one on cellular healing, the other one on clearing the atmosphere of confusion, and the last one on demystifying the world of frequencies. So thank you, Sunny, for all that you've shared and the wonderful journey into the unseen realms that you've taken us. And thank you so much for your wonderful energy and uh, for your light. And thank you for everything that you do. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you so much. This was such a pleasure for me to be here, an honor for me to be here. You're such a great interviewer and I just your light is wow, just resonating so so beautifully. And and where you broadcast from, it's 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 really beautiful. So I feel this is going to be a very, very powerful event for for all those who are lucky enough to, to hear this. So thank you, all the listeners as well. And and blessings, blessings, blessings. Uh this is these are new times that we live in and, and we're in this together. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye.